Last year, TikTok released their annual music report and found that more than 175 of its trending sounds charted on the Billboard Hot 100. A lot of these sounds included original music from creators who were able to use their platform to build a successful music career. This week, we speak with Mia Giovina about her experience with TikTok as a musician. Welcome to the Observer Off the Record podcast with your hosts, Christian Madlantzike, Shaylee Johnny, and contributing hosts, Brianna Doucette, Morgan Johnson, and Ben Oppenheimer. Mia, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. So to start off, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, my name's Mia, and I'm a singer-songwriter from New Jersey. And I've been doing music my whole life, but I think I really like kind of stepped my first step into the industry when I started posting on TikTok at the beginning, kind of at the beginning of quarantine in 2020. And I've just kind of been doing that ever since. That's awesome. Can you take us through like what your experience was like when your content first started and like when you went viral and all that stuff? Yeah. So I mean, like I said, I've been doing music my whole life. And when I was in high school, I think probably when I was a freshman. So when I was like 15, I started posting singing videos on Instagram and each video would have like 400 hashtags. Like I was trying my hardest to like somehow blow up on Instagram and nothing ever really went anywhere. And then in the beginning of quarantine in 2020, I don't know what caused me to post on TikTok because at the time, I kind of just had the app for the same reason that I feel like everyone else had the app, which was just kind of like as a joke or like ironically. And I feel like at the time it was mostly still like a dancing app. So I wasn't sure there was like a place for my music on the app, but I just, I posted a video of myself where I took some vocals, some isolated vocals of Harry Styles. And I added some harmonies, I added some piano, some strings, everything to it. And I just posted it on TikTok just to see what would happen. And I think the video ended up getting a couple hundred thousand views. I was like, hold on, this could work. Um, and that's kind of just, that's how it started. And then it really was just like kind of such a creative outlet for me to post on TikTok. And I started doing some rewrites, a lot of Harry Styles and One Direction songs. And then I, that kind of led to me writing my own original music and posting that. And I kind of built a little bit of an audience and, um, and then that kind of led to me releasing my own original music and, yeah, I mean, I think I just like owe a lot of, I would say like most of my success to TikTok like as a platform. Building off of that, how do you think TikTok has like shaped or influenced you as an artist or do you think it has like influenced your artistry? Yeah, I think for sure. I, I think it definitely has positive and negative effects on me as an artist and my music in general. I think that just seeing so many other like talented songwriters and singers and small indie artists on the app daily it can be really inspiring to see just such talented people just like at your fingertips like it's crazy to see how many talented people there are but at the same time i think that it uh sometimes i think a lot of other artists can understand when i say that it like almost hinders your own progress because you're like this person's already doing what I'm doing and they might be doing it better. So why am I going to do this? Why am I going to post this video? Why am I going to write this song? So I think it definitely has had both positive and negative effects in that sense. Um, But in the sense of like 
giving me my entire platform and giving me an audience and something to kind of just build off of, I think it's definitely more positive than negative. How do you like handle content burnout? Yeah, I I mean, I have experienced that a lot since I first started posting, um, especially I would say now, because I think the app has kind of become extremely saturated with small artists, again, who are all like so talented. So it can be easy to kind of feel burnt out and kind of feel like you're behind if you're not posting at least one video every single day of like a new song or writing a new song every day or teasing a new song every day. It can be really easy to get burnt out and feel like you're behind. So I think that's something I've kind of learned throughout posting on TikTok is kind of just like to not be afraid of that burnout and not be afraid of that silence and kind of to just like respect it when it's there and let it like flow through you and understand that like creativity is like such a wave and it's not always going to be there and i think that i've learned to not force creativity and not force ideas and in turn not force tiktok videos not force songs so i think something i've learned is to just like sit with that and like be okay with the burnout got it like it's part of the process yeah exactly uh so like as you have like many amazing and popular songs such as sirens by the way that song is like so good i listened to it yesterday oh my gosh it's um are you interested in exploring different music genres in the near future yeah I think that I think that's something I used to struggle with when I was younger was like putting myself I guess kind of trying to find my genre when I was 16 I auditioned for the the show The Voice for the first time and I remember being so excited. I, I got contacted by them. They sent me a message, invited me to New York for like this little industry audition. It was so exciting. And I remember the feedback from that. I obviously didn't get through. And the feedback was kind of just like that I didn't know who I was as an artist and I needed to find my box kind of. And that kind of that kind of crushed me a little bit. And I feel like I struggled for a lot of time trying to figure out what genre I was, what kind of music I wanted to make. But I think a cool thing that I've kind of discovered now is that I love all kinds of music and I love writing all kinds of music. So if one day I want to write like a slow, sad, acoustic, indie folk song, I'm gonna, that's what I'm going to write. And if the next day I want to write like a bubblegum pop song, then that's what I'm going to write. So I think I'm definitely open to like exploring all genres because I think that that's kind of just what comes naturally for me. So, so what, I'm, I'm just interested, what inspired Go-Getter? What kind of started Go-Getter, I think what I find is my songwriting journey is kind of like taking a little seed of experience, something that I've gone through, someone that I've met, something that I've, you know, had to handle, and then kind of blowing it up and making it really dramatic and turning that into a song. Uh, That's what happened with Go Getter. And I think just a little seed of a person that I dealt with um, was turned into this big song that I got to fly out to LA to record. And it's it's one of my favorite songs so far. Yeah, I love Go Getter. It's an awesome song. I was listening to it while I was doing my homework today. <laughs> so in terms of like how music is released on TikTok, just curious, what's your opinion on the release window of songs once they're posted on TikTok? So an example we were thinking of was like Sam Smith's Unholy. People feel like it's dra- like it's been dragged out a little bit and the hype around it has been kind of lost. 
Yeah, that's so funny. I literally, I just saw a video of that. Like I was on TikTok four minutes ago and I saw it. I mean, I think as an artist and as someone who has been behind the scenes, obviously, of releasing a song and sees what's put into it. I think that I also kind of fall into that trap of an artist posts a song on TikTok and I love the song and I go to stream the song and it's not there yet. And they say, oh, I don't have a release date for it yet. I don't know when it's coming out or it's not coming out for another month. And I feel like I've also experienced being like, oh, I want it right now. I need to listen to the whole thing right now. <clears throat> so I understand that side of it, but I also definitely obviously understand the artist side. Like with Go Getter, for example, I wrote that song in January of 2022 and it didn't come out until June of 2022 because there's just so much that goes into it from writing the song uh, to producing the song, to mixing the song, to mastering the song, to actually sending the song out to be released, to promoting the song. I mean, there's just like, I could go on and on and on for everything that goes behind releasing a song. And especially when you're doing it in, in my case, and for a lot of small artists case, when you're doing it without a manager, when you're doing it without a whole team, without a label, like that only doubles what you have to do. So I definitely understand like as the audience being like, damn, I need that song. I need it now. But I think I'm more on the artist side in understanding that it's just like such a long process. And also I think that music is just like, it's such a vulnerable thing and such a like intimate thing that you're like putting out into the world. And you wanna make sure that it's like special and as perfect as it can be before you put it out there. Um, so yeah, I, I think I definitely, I'm more on the artist side of like, be patient, it's coming and it's gonna be worth it. So who's your dream artist to, to work with? I think that my top one would have to be Taylor Swift. I think that I would be satisfied with just like sitting in the corner of a room and watching her brain work. I would love to just like be in the room when she's writing a song or producing a song or recording a song or anything. I think that she is just like, as an artist, I think that she's just got it figured out. Can I ask what your favorite Taylor Swift song or album is? Oh my God, I don't know. I really could not give you an answer. I think that it like, it rotates every month. Like I'll go through cycles of like, this is the Taylor Swift song that is my Taylor Swift song. Um, right now it's, I think right now my latest one was My Tears Ricochet from Folklore. That one's rough, but I love it. She's an amazing artist. I know this is kind of like the same question, but like, who are your five biggest like musical influences? Um, I mean, obviously Taylor Swift, Phoebe Bridgers. Those are like my top two. Lizzie McAlpine, I love her music. I think that when I like, I would say when I first kind of started to really get into songwriting, like two or three years ago, um, that was when I kind of had first really discovered Lizzie and um, Phoebe. And I think that when I heard their music, it kind of, um, it kind of just like changed the way I viewed songwriting. Um, and I think that they have definitely influenced a lot of the songs that I've written um, in the past few years. Um, but I also am a huge fan. I don't know if you guys know Carol Addis and Charlie Adams, um, those two, their music is like so inspiring to me. I think it's so cool and so different. Um, but I don't know, I listen to 
a lot of just like different music. I think that that's kind of how I feel like I keep my music, the music that I'm writing. And I guess maybe my brain just like a little fresh is like not sticking to one person as to like not really copy them or be too heavily influenced by them. I kind of just like to keep a rotation of new artists and new music. So um, I think that that kind of just keeps like new music flowing through through my brain. One thing I was interested in is um, me and myself, I'm a collector of, of vinyl and, and CDs and cassettes. I was wondering if do you, do you appreciate like older mediums like vinyl, cassettes and, and CDs? Do you, do you ever listen to music in that format? I mean, I think that like I would say like the cool, like trendier part of me would like to say like, yeah, I listen to vinyls all the time, but I just don't. <laughs> I think that I am just like, I'm constantly on um, Spotify, just like looking for new songs, new artists. I, I also think like going back to what I said about like keeping like a constant rotation of new artists, I feel like I'm not necessarily a person who like will listen to an album in full. I'm more like, I'm definitely like a mood music listener, I would say. Like I have playlists that are like 15 hours long with just like, whatever songs like feel right in that moment. Um, but I definitely, I definitely, you know, appreciate a vinyl. And I think that the people who are really into that are super cool and interesting. I was wondering about your songwriting process. Like, do you like, do you think of hooks or do you like, just like come up with your concept and then just try to articulate the story or like, how do you, what's your process? Yeah, I think that it's, kind of different every single time I write a song. Sometimes it'll start with like a concept. Sometimes it will start with a title. Sometimes it'll start with just a random line that I thought of. I think that I've found recently a lot of times my songs, even though I think I would say that I'm a lyrically driven songwriter, um, recently I found that I kind of start my songs uh, by finding chord progressions. So just kind of like fumbling around on a piano or a guitar and kind of just humming along to it and kind of finding the melody first and then fitting the words in later. Um, but yeah, I, I think it, I think it's different every single time, but I, I keep like on my phone, my notes app is filled with a bunch of different notes with like just random lines that like I think of, or just like weird things that people will say throughout the day that I'm like, oh, that could be a cool lyric. Um, so yeah, it's, it's always different, it's always changing. Do you have any advice you'd give to aspiring artists? I think that, I think that I would say to them, I think going back to kind of like the burnout thing, I would say the biggest thing I've taken away from posting on TikTok is to post with intention if that makes sense i think that i have never once posted a video where like my pure intention was just to like get views or get a few followers and then like felt good about it that that has never made me feel good it's i've always ended up you know being disappointed if the video doesn't do well or just like taking the video down um and i think that the videos that i am most uh likely to post, I guess, are the videos that I'm most proud of. And that, uh, that feels the best to me when I like, when I write a song and I'm just so proud of it and I love it so much that I just want other people to hear it. Um, that's kind of what pushes me to post on TikTok. Um, so I would say to other artists to just kind of 
post with intention and post videos because you love the video and you're you're proud to show it, not because you think it's going to get get you numbers. And so before we end, uh, is there anything else you'd like to say about TikTok music, your music? I mean, thank you guys for having me. Um, I think I would just like to say about a TikTok is um, if you want to start posting on TikTok, to just start posting on TikTok because you never know what could happen and it could completely change your life. Thank you, Mia, for taking the time out of your day to speak with us. And thank you to our listeners as well. Stream Go Getter by Mia Giovina.